0: episode 45 welcome to the back to warcraft podcast everybody this is july 7 2022 we're basically recording this uh live right before publishing it's a busy week everybody at least for me let's get uh, some news out first as you all know i'm uh, kind of doing a lot of my own these days because Mr. Remote Demo has broken his leg twice but this morning we received a message from him uh, we knew that his surgery was going well he tweeted some pictures from the hospital and I'm pretty sure he annoyed some nurses there as if they have nothing else to do hey eh? But uh, he said to this morning, Hey guys, my recovery is going fairly well so far. Starting next week, I should be able to sit down for extended periods of time. Meaning next starting week, I should be back in the casting chair! Exclamation mark, smiley face. Not sure if I'm going to be able to sit through 7 plus hours stream, but we'll see. So of course I said, yeah! that's a good sign, glad to have him back, glad to uh, hear that he's doing well, he's back in his own flat, not with his parents anymore and life goes on and the recovery goes on as well so Mr. Remodimo is gonna do a triumphant return right when things get uh, really really busy because the Warcraft scene Had a little bit of a down face. Let's be honest. There were one or two weeks where not much was going on. But things are about to change. Big time. Because Show Cup is returning. And there's also a new tournament coming. That is Huobi Cup. Oh yeah. Huobi is some cryptocurrency exchange platform, I think. And they will be sponsoring a cup that will last for nine days, if I'm not mistaken. Long series, gonna be a King of the Hill format. So that will be going on. As I said, Show Cup will be going on. And we announced... Two things, and I think we're going to start with that. War 3 Champions Finals are back, and they are coming faster than most of you probably expected. It starts next Friday, or uh, next Saturday already, sorry, and next Saturday that is, July 16th. As well as July 17, that's the first weekend. And uh, the weekend after is going to be the big grand final, as always. We have a play-in weekend and a play-off weekend. And then we have a new War 3 Champions King, because the season is over. The snapshot was done. That was season 11, which is kind of crazy to see how this project turned out to be. We had two of the team members last time on. And they provided us with some inside information. 11 seasons, roughly three and a half months each. That's a long time. That's a long time, and that's a lot of tournaments we held thanks to that. So, World 3 Champions finals are coming um, for these five days. And we also announced something else that I'm really, really proud of. You know, that we're doing our little land, right? Rara land. 100 players, round about uh, 200 fans there, I guess. That's at least what we project at the moment. And we announced the main event of that sad thing. And that's the Arcadia World Series. $10,000 for that very tournament. We're going to have, of course, a- an open bracket for everyone who is in Hamburg, who is at Rara Land you have the chance on friday and that will be the big portion of the programming on friday uh, to qualify for that event but you can also qualify prior to that as we have three regions and in total five regional qualifiers for that eight players will win these qualifiers they will get their travel paid they will get their stay accommodation paid and of course they will be the high seeds into the Arcadia World Series and also competing for the ten thousand dollar prize pool. The signups are already up for these qualifiers, so this is since the land is completely sold out. The last chance to grab a player ticket for Rara Land. So how this works is we have five different regional qualifiers. We have these five regions s- separate into three main regions so to speak that is a the americas with separate qualifiers for north and south america that is europe who which is not separate but uh, africa goes in there as well because same time zones etc uh, so europe gets four open qualifiers And we got qualifiers in Asia and Oceania, which will then in total be the big Asian qualifier. We got one spot for the Americas, four spots for the Europeans and three spots for Asia-Oceania. This is going to be fun, everybody. Open qualifiers will be fun. I really hope a lot of people will sign up and make their way and try to make their way. I see uh, Hippo, for example, in Long Walk has decided to uh, sign up. And hopefully, since this will be played at the weekend, everybody should have time um, also for the North American and South American qualifiers, for example. One of the two qualifiers will be held on a Saturday. Another will be held on a Sunday. So plenty of time for people to sign up. I heard that uh, Pato is already... Or will be trying to qualify. Interest is certainly there from Hitman and Insup from what I've read. And the Aussies and New Zealandies, the Oceania region. They are pretty hyped as well. Uh, talking to Ceron and Seso and some other guys there. So the excitement is certainly there. Even though it's still quite far away. We are three weeks away from the qualifiers. They will start at July thirty. That Saturday. And it will go throughout the entire day. These weekends... will There will be four amazing weekends. Where we start in the Asia-Oceania region. In the morning hours. Then we move over to Europe in the afternoon hours. And then we go over to the Americas in the evening hours. So, for four weeks, the weekend will be packed with competitive Warcraft 3. And I'm pretty sure that the Asians will throw some competition at us as well. So, yeah. If you we're missing out on some content, then we'll deliver pretty big time, I would say. And then, of course, this all leads to Land. I wonder who will be signing up for Europe. Uh, also, how many Russians will try to make it? Because especially the travel stuff is a little intricate for them. Uh, they are allowed to enter Germany, um, but they have to... Fly for example via Turkey, so what is usually, uh, I don't know, four hour travel maybe by plane turns into a 11 to 13 hour travel for that, and that is brutal. Um, I wonder how many people will try to make it a ten thousand dollar prize pool, 12 players, you know. Uh, it's not that only the winner. We'll be getting the 10,000. There will be a pretty flat distribution as we always try to do. Same as DreamHack and War3 Champions Finals. And then we'll invite eight players to Raraland and the open bracket and everything. I think it's a pretty cool format. Um, this really kicks off the road to Raraland where I'm already nervous about the event, of course. as It's so dear to my heart and it's kind of my baby. Um but that will be the moment where I really see, okay, this is happening, and we're getting close. So my 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 nervousness levels will definitely rise when the qualifiers kick off. Shout out to the team behind that, helping me out, helping us out, and hopefully uh, Remo and Carson will be able to do some of these dates because if not, I'm gonna die. Uh, in general, pretty stressful at the moment, um, because of course, not all we do is casting and organizing. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well. Um, uh, Talking to our partners, organizing with our partners. Uh, You saw maybe that we improved the streaming tool a little bit again, where you have the display, uh, the, the, the cooldowns of spells displayed as numbers now. So this is all some little things that take time and work and then there's YouTube and casting etc 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 and a tiny little bit of real life has to be held as well. Uh, I met Slash the German caster last Friday and we made to a little concert where a punk rock slash ska punk band played theme songs of Uh, children's TV songs of the 90s and 80s. So they played cover versions of uh, Chip and Dale and uh, Saber Rider and Sailor Moon and Pokemon and Dragon Ball and all that. So that was uh, the reason why we didn't held our or one of the reasons why we didn't have our weekly cup on Friday. Uh, Carson, for example, was also playing with his band at a festival. uh, Same festival where the legendary Wu Tang Clan was playing so Carson's band also making some waves over there in Canada very very glad for them but then uh, there's certainly certainly a lot of work for us and yeah it's a it's a stressful time but also very very excited to be able to provide some stuff for Warcraft 3 and not only some stuff I think this is pretty major and definitely a higher scale operation than anything we've ever done Uh, with the exception of DreamHack. But with DreamHack, we had, you know, ESL, uh, at least providing the admins. That's up to us now. They did a little bit in like, the the majority was project management. That's also now in my hands, basically. So, yeah, this will be even more work than a DreamHack. And uh, DreamHack also kind of killed me with the workload. But hopefully uh, we get some helping hands and then we kick this thing off. And make it a cool event for everybody. So, cool events. Maybe we can start with that. Uh, we have Ted Cup running this week, and it's pretty cool because uh, the Chinese, as always, don't require any stream delays a- as so often. Um, and so, it's a it's a cool week of streaming so far. With you guys, interacting with you guys in in real time is something that I can't do too much Um you Integrity of tournaments. We oftentimes have a 90-second delay. So nobody can stream snipe or anything. And I enjoy that a lot. I have a healthy sleep schedule with that. Get up at 10 a.m. and not at 2 p.m. anymore. So I have a little bit more of my day as well. And it starts with you. And that's quite sweet. Uh, We didn't cast a lot in the past two to three weeks. Because there was this little content... Downtime, I want to say, but yeah, seeing you still there in quite high numbers, uh, it's nice. It's really, really nice. And yeah, as I said, we'll have a lot more content for you. Um, so in TED Cup, the results really not too extraordinary. We got uh, Linden 1 0 in the semis for now. Foggy was eliminated today, but made it into the top eight. Happy had a very, very dominant run. He will be in a group with Sock and Moon and Colorful tomorrow, and that's where things really start for him. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that Sock is now the best human in the world. Took the title off of Chemico again. Um, They always have this little back and forth and I'm really excited to what Sock is bringing to the table against Happy tomorrow and then against the two night ops as well. I was also positively surprised by Fortitude who in his first series looked absolutely horrible and then kind of flipped the switch in his head and since then uh, he didn't make it to the semifinals but finished top six, eliminated Foggy today. And that was cool to see that fortitude is kind of back. We also saw good performances by PCG uh, at least to a degree and also Shao KK had some cool plays there. Um, disappointment of the tournament for me 15 sway and maybe even foggy as well uh, that didn't didn't look too good today. hopefully he can recover and it was just an off day. Another interesting tournament was the Back to Warcraft Weekly Cup because we had to postpone it from Friday to Sunday. And all of a sudden, Hitman showed up. I think Carson uh, influenced him a little there as Carson was also casting this. And on weekends, I think Hitman has a little more time. And he signed up and I thought, okay, this is just another instance where Hitman is uh, signing up but not checking in. So he's not part of the actual tournament. Then, not the case. He actually played and made it to the... Grand final against Happy, and then our weekly cups. Happy has a new challenge where he's not playing Undead for ten weeks. So that was the first out of these ten weeks, and he played random. As then there is of course a twenty-five percent chance to end up on Undead, and his other races are also getting pretty good. So why should he switch to anything else but random? Right. So uh, that was cool. In the grand final, he ended up on Undead literally twice. So in the end, it was a three to one. But it was nice seeing Hitman in competition. Unfortunately, uh, he declined the invitation to the World 3 Champions Finals again, as so often. Um, So to maybe get rid of some rumors here that are still floating through the scene. Hitman is for a long time now, I think two seasons... Uh, not banned from War 3 Champions Finals anymore, just declines the invitation because he's not satisfied with the uh, conditions that we have for server choices. And he says, of course, he's rigged, but that's obviously bullshit. Um, But yeah, if he's not happy with the conditions and then declines, that's way better than half-ass the sign-up and leave the tournament in the middle of it or, you know, hand out a almost death win or whatever so fair game he doesn't like it he doesn't play um that's pretty much it lineup is quickly filling we have some returning players we have some players that were there uh, the past few times as well so it's going to be a good mix in the war 3 champions finals we might have a debutant but that's a little bit up in the air as well the uh Players will, of course, be revealed over time. Once the stretch goals are met, I think the first goal was met already, so the first bunch of players will be revealed very, very quickly. So, that was the recent result. This was also the Arcadia World Series. I think with that we are, A, the biggest Warcraft event in the history of this game. This is also probably the biggest prize pool. This year? I'm not so sure. I'm on, Li- I'm on Liquipedia right now. So I guess we had no tier one tournament. Or oh, did we? We had Super WGL. That's of course China. Don't I don't think uh, the Chinese are expected to sign up for Raroland. Oh, we had $20,000 for Riju Cup. Okay, that's twice as much. But uh, yeah, pretty good prize money, especially for Europe or a Western-centered tournament. <coughs> Wobi Cup, also $60,000. That is quite a lot of money coming in. But apart from that, uh, that is more than Meisterschaft, that is more than AWL. Uh, i pretty, pretty, pretty happy with that, and I think a lot of players will try to make a run for the money. I know from some Koreans that want to play and will sign up, it will be, will be interesting to see the Koreans clashing with the Asians. Uh, with, with the uh, Oceania players. Because that is something we haven't seen yet, I think. Usually, Oceania was always paired with North America. And server-wise, it's basically 50-50. It doesn't really matter. Um, it gets real tricky, though. Like, the best server for Oceania is US West. Um, and that's kind of okay if they face players from US East. But it's basically unfixable if they face players from US West. Because then, of course, the US West player has a huge advantage. Um, and so it is a fairer to match them with the Asians. And it's also easier to schedule as they are a lot closer to uh, Seoul time zone. As they are to uh, New York time zone, obviously. So, yeah, very excited for that. in uh, versus Say So. Let's go. Maybe we see some new stars emerging there as well. That was basically Warcraft esports. Um, we had the twentieth anniversary of Warcraft three, this Sunday. July four July third. Uh, Twenty years, everybody. Twenty years of this old gem. Um, I still remember it as if it was yesterday. I was uh, on the way to vacation with my dad. And we picked up the game on the way to the vacation, which meant seven to 10 days without access to a computer with the game, with the retail game in my hand. I couldn't play it, couldn't put the disc into anything. So I had to read the uh, manual. And I'm th- <laughs> pretty sure I still know everything about this manual doesn't really help me in my warcraft games these days so could have done a better job there but just studying the artwork and reading up on the lore for example there was uh in the end a good time and then after this like seven to ten days of waiting the joy of finally installing it and playing it was unlike any other game and maybe uh, this waiting time led to an even bigger joy and this love that we still or well, that, that, that that I hopefully still share somehow here on this channel uh, for this very game you might think that if there's a big anniversary like 20 years is a big anniversary it's two decades full right that there might be something from the creator of this game a post uh a release something, unfortunately, that wasn't really the case. Um, there was a post by Frost Giant because, of course, as you know, Frost Giant is partly fueled by the former Warcraft 3 developers, and they sent out a tweet, and that was really lovely, I think. Um They send some words by Tim Campbell, who was the lead campaign designer for Warcraft 3. And he says, wow, today is the 20th anniversary of the original Warcraft 3. The memories of um, making it are still so fresh in my mind. Thank you to all of my old teammates who helped bring it to life and to the community, content creators and players who have kept it going strong for two decades. That's me. Uh, Walker 3 is a highlight of my career, and I'm grateful to have contributed to a game that has meant so much to so many people. The original Walker 3 can never be replaced, but we hope to honor its legacy, Laktar, Ogar. That was sweet by Tim. Uh, nice words, felt very honest, as everything Frost Giant puts out uh, feels very honest. And so, for like basically the entire day, we were looking at the Walker 3 account... And at the Battle.net launcher, is something happening? Do they release anything? And there was absolutely nothing but silence. They still decided, even though it's the 20th anniversary, they can't jump over their shadow and just celebrate the game as it deserves it. They still think like, okay, if we post something, we will get backlash. We can't even acknowledge it in any sort of form. I don't know if that's the wisest PR. A lot of people said, well, it's a holiday weekend. It was July 4th in America, of course, or in the US, of course. Uh, Maybe they do something after that weekend. Nope. Nothing. And then we had July 5, which was the Tuesday. And Tuesday is usually the day where Blizzard... Uh, puts out a patch or a PTR or a patch for the PTR or something. And there's nothing. Again. So when they launched the PTR, they said it would be up for three weeks. These three weeks are over now. And there might be a good reason for why they are holding back with patch 1.33, which is the latter patch. Um... Because as you you might have noticed that people like ourselves, or also Grubby, are working a little closer. Also, War 3 Champions in the meantime, by the way, are working a little closer with the user generated content community, the Hive Workshop, uh, the re team, the Chronicles of the Second War team, everybody behind that. And we are we're definitely not working on something um, together. But we're talking a lot more together, which is very, very helpful, I think, especially in the wake of a PTR, because these guys know a lot more about this game than we do. Um, And they let us know very early on that the editor, the world editor, uh, the program they use to create all these amazing uh, maps and custom games and campaigns, etc. It's pretty much broken. Um, The boss of Hive Workshop, or the owner of Hive Workshop, was today on Grubby Stream. So it's like 40% broken right now. (laughs) That's like half the functionality. It's not really working. So that's bad. And these guys are not people to only complain. They're also creators, right? So they created a huge list of bugs and things that need to be fixed, and they put it on the Battle.net forums. They put it on Hive. And guys, this list is all huge. I have no idea what seventy percent of this means, but it's a lot. And they also let us know prior to this post that land is broken on the PTR. And you might think, well, LAN, who needs LAN, right? We, I mean, for Land, maybe, but I already announced that we're going to have a Hamburg server for W3 Champions and we'll be using that. So who cares about LAN? Well, as far as I know, and of course, as disclaimer, I'm not a tech person, but there is a connection between how W3 Champions works and LAN. So, it needs to function for War 3 Champions to function. And of course, in the team, they're very, very smart minds. Uh, they're probably already working on a backup solution, right? Uh, Fluxu and also uh, Bogdan recently. But if not for that warning of the Hive community, and the realization that this LAN feature is broken, Blizzard might have just released patch 1.33 and our beloved ladder would not be functional. And important members of the team are currently not available as much as we would need it to be to completely fix this. So I send out warnings as uh, the, the big threat, the Hive community send out warnings. Everybody... That I basically know send out warnings, guys. That's not how it works. Uh, If you release this patch as it is on PTR, you screw the scene. You screw all of the scene. You screw the remaining melee scene. You screw the people who took care of your community in the past two and a half years. And that are the reason why we still have people playing Warcraft 3. You also kick people in the butt that still want to create new content for you even though uh, in your EULA you state that everything they create is owned by you guys, which is another slap in the face still since the release of Reforged. And hopefully that is the reason things are not released yet. And hopefully they wait or they they work on fixing this before they release patch 1.33 because... If not, we're in trouble. And then the faith of the melee scene is in the hands of maybe two people. If they're able to create matchmaking or not. Despite these bugs and despite the new obstacles that Blizzard sends us. Or if we then have to play Battle Net Ladder. With their two servers. That would be bad. That would be bad for. Inter-regional competition. Because. Where are people supposed to play? Where are. US East versus Korea matches supposed to be played? Russia vs. Korea is all going to be Netties again, probably. And that sucks. That sucks big time. So, Blizzard, fix this, please. Uh, But it's really nice to see that there is some sort of collaboration and that, that there is a lot more voice to the custom game community, to the Hive Workshop community, because they know what they're talking about, because they know this game inside out, and they can help with a lot of things. And they are just happy to be heard. And we are able to provide such a platform at times. Um, I want to give a little... Sh- not 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 saying shout-out. But we shouldn't be too hateful... Uh, with the few people or whoever is working at the... At Warcraft 3 at the moment. We don't know how many people there are. And we know that it's not the old team. And what we also know is that Warcraft 3 is very old code. So it took the classic team, the Reforge team, a long time to figure out the code initially, right? So why are things done this way? So it's a lot of spaghetti code, not too many documentations, if at all. So you have to figure out a lot of stuff and walker 3 is also from what i've heard very very fragile so you implement one thing at the same time you break five other and these guys that are now working on on walker 3 were probably semi-forced to pick this up the the work that was left by the old classic team and had already a little bit of a tough time implementing it. And now they are standing in front of a whole new wall of errors and have to learn this code. Um, they are trying to implement what was left by the old team. Um, that is not their work at all. They're just sewing this together, semi abomination. And they don't really have the knowledge that the old Classic team had. Or, of course, the original developers had. Um, So don't be too harsh on them. Things happen. But we are here to do the QA for them, basically. The quality assurance. This is what the PTR is for initially, right? Because I think I'm pretty sure Walker 3 is in a state where it doesn't get a QA team of, like, 20 people. Testing for bugs. No, that's not going to happen. That didn't happen for Reforged and will not happen for for a patch now. But I think with that super big list that the Hive Workshop did with uh, a couple of reports that we also did in the forums and in some conversations with community managers, uh, we did a solid QA. We did solid bug testing. We did our job. We did... Their job for them. And this is what we're ready to do. This goes for the Hive Workshop. This goes for Insane Monster. This goes for everybody. We are willing to test things. We are willing to prioritize things for them. To tell them what's important. Why things are important. uh, What people should focus on. And how you get the love of the players back somehow. And how to not break things. And what not to break. But again... Blizzard has created a feeling... Of... Like this... What's this thing where Superman lives? Uh, Superman... So, uh, the the Fortress of Solitude. Right? Um, They're sitting in Irvine... And nobody's talking, except uh, Kvax who's doing these forum posts. But also not too frequently, like once a week at max, and now it's not the case. So, all we want is someone to talk. And we were so happy about the two to three tweets by Mike Ibarra. Uh, we were kind of happy to figure out that Holly Longdale is responsible. I think not the greatest move to from from her... To not acknowledge that she is the leader. And say, hey, yep, this is what I'm doing. I'm partly responsible for this. Not my number one priority. But we're here to do stuff. And if you have uh, ideas or feedback, let me know. Someone to talk to. And, yeah, discuss things. Create an inner circle or whatever. And that's not happening. And very, very few things have been answered in the forums. So, after three weeks where we were pretty happy um, even though the functionality that this patch 1.33 will deliver it doesn't help anyone except the I don't want to call them noobs but the uninitiated to war 3 champions so that is the very casual community it doesn't help the diehards that kept this game alive for two years Two and a half years. And longer. Uh, It probably breaks more for them. Than it helps them. And we are still here. Reaching out our hand. And again it's not answered. And I feel like there's a growing frustration. Again. After three weeks. Because. Things did not change. Despite a little bit of communication prior. Uh, It's still the same silence. It's still the same ignorance Just on a PTR. And that's sad because with the easiest tools it could have been so much better. There is a Warcraft community in Europe. There is a Warcraft community manager uh, America. Use them. Might be a bad timing because the new World of Warcraft expansion is supposed to get an alpha version. So maybe it's just busy times. But yeah, I'm not very happy with that. And when I said that Blizzard didn't do anything at Warcraft 3's birthday, I lied a bit. Because of course, it wouldn't be Activision Blizzard without a big yikes. At Warcraft 3's birthday. Because they send a letter to a single community member. And that letter says, quote... On behalf of Blizzard Entertainment, we demand that you cease and desist from this activity and remove the work from public access as soon as possible, and in any event within 17 days from your receipt of this letter. If action is not taken by you to cease and desist within the given time frame, Blizzard Entertainment will have no choice but to take appropriate legal action against you. What happened? In the modding community, there's a pretty famous and skilled guy called Retera. And, by the way, the cease and desist letter opens by Hi Retora. <laughs> Which is quite funny that they don't use his legal name, but his forum nickname. But, hey, who am I? What did this guy do? Um, He was, or he is a long-time member of the community. He did some very, very important uh, things. For example... Uh, model import, I think. So other people can definitely explain this better, but uh, he coded some tools that are incredibly helpful for the custom game community. And what he also did was to basically build an emulator for Warcraft 3 and that was called War Smash. So what this guy did, a single person, was basically re-engineer Warcraft 3. Which is insane. He got it to work to an alpha version. Still lack of functionality, uh, lack of stability. It was an alpha version done by one person, right? So obviously it wasn't perfect, but it looked like Warcraft and he did a hell of a job with that. Um, This thing, this does not mean that you can just download his emulator and play Warcraft 3 like that, not the campaign or anything. Uh, It still required you to have an original version of Warcraft 3 to load the assets from that. And he published that on GitHub with an MIT license for everybody to use. That means that Blizzard could use his code to improve... The original game, for example. This is something that we've seen in other games, uh, Mario 64, uh, Zelda series, a-, a lot of other stuff. Um, th- the, a-, a game was put in an emulator and then improved because the old code was so much spaghetti cold and broken and outdated and functionality was lacking. Well, Blizzard saw this, send the season to this, and the War Smash engine is gone from Github, from everything. Poor Retra. Retra helped Blizzard for free during the development of Reforged. To get through some problems and do some testing and stuff. And now they sent him a seasoned desist. Do you know how popular War Smash was? Do you know how popular the emulator was? Retro is a YouTube channel. And the videos there have 800 views, 1400 views, 5000 views for the first debut of War Smash. 5000 views in one year. That is not much. Keep that number in mind, 5,000 news. Because we reported on this, uh, as I was made aware by this, on Twitter by at Conjopi, because that's really not my scene, right? I'm kind of reliant on people reporting this to me. And I tweeted about it, and I'm pretty sure by now uh, that the people of Bellator News are either following us or the reddit where we posted this information as well because not much later they released a video called illegal attack from Activision blizzard walker 3's 20th birthday present and guess how many clicks that video has a 27 minute in-depth in uh, information about what happened a 100,000 views so instead of letting this guy continue with the reverse-engineering and probably helping the game down the road, 100,000 people are once again of the opinion that Activision Blizzard sucks donkey balls. And all this happened, mind you, on the birthday of Warcraft 3. It's not the worst thing that happened in the past two years with Blizzard. But it's another sign that we should not be too hopeful and this this company is still evil and they don't care about the well-being of this game nor the community. (sighs) That's uh, pretty much it. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if technically what Retro did and built was illegal. Uh, I read up a lot on this and that's a big gray area apparently um, so if you go to court with this blizzard probably has no claim and retro won't have to pay anything and won't get you know fined for this but the legal fees would probably eat him up before uh, the lawsuit finished as of course he's only one person and blizzard is a billion-dollar company right so that's how that works they send the season desist and everything is gone So, they reached whatever they wanted to accomplish here. So, yeah. Bad. Happy birthday, Warcraft 3. Kind of sad that it ends on this note. But, uh, I hope our land is a better birthday gift. I hope our Arcadia World Series is a better birthday gift. I hope... All the cast in the upcoming days and weeks will be better birthday gifts. And uh, the fact that Walker th- uh, War 3 Champions exists and is in a healthy state. And I can tell you guys, there's a lot of talk going on. Season, uh, a new season is coming. I read a bit about the map pool changes and I really, really like them. So, it's not all bad. Even though we talked about this. Um, the broken state of one point three three, and you know the season to this letter. That was all not the highest note, but good things are coming. Remo is coming back. uh World Three Champions Finals are coming. New World Three Champions season is coming. World Series is coming. So, yeah, I hope um, you're ending this podcast with a smile, at least. Thank you very much for tuning in. That was it as nothing else really has happened. We'll be there back next week, maybe with a guest, maybe not depending on the time uh, we got. And until then, tune into Back to Warcraft. We have we're back to basically daily content. I think the only day without content is next Tuesday or something. So, this will be good. Um spread the word about Warcraft 3 wherever you can. If you like what we do, we have a Patreon. Uh, we You can subscribe to us on Twitch. You can join our YouTube membership. You can throw us a donation. All the links in the description. And of course, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Corsair, Holy Energy, and Total AV. Please give me some feedback on this, if you liked it or not. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast series. It's past midnight. See you next week.